Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast Series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the Scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello and welcome to One Year Through the Bible, a series of the PC Speaking Podcast. We are on day number 26 today. Our reading is from Exodus chapter 5 through chapter 7. And in the New Testament, our reading from Matthew chapter 18. Um, beginning in Exodus 5 today, uh, we're going to see Moses and Aaron approach Pharaoh. They request the release of the Israelites, not just to be set free, but so that they may go and worship God, which is an important point to remember. But in answer to that, Pharaoh <laughs> increases the workload of the Israelites, which in turn leads to their own distress and anger towards Moses and Aaron. And Exodus chapter 6, God reassures Moses of his promises and reaffirms his covenant with the Israelites, despite their current hardships. Moses, although initially hesitant, continues to carry out God's instructions. And then in Exodus chapter 7, God commands Moses and Aaron to perform some miracles before Pharaoh. And this is kind of where, I guess you could say, things start to ramp up in the interaction with Pharaoh. Aaron's staff turns into a serpent. And I find it interesting in this reading that uh, Pharaoh's magicians are able to replicate what Aaron does, but Aaron's servant swallows theirs. And this is the beginning of God demonstrating his power to persuade Pharaoh to release the Israelites. And things are only going to get worse for the Pharaoh and his people going forward, the Egyptians. Matthew chapter 18, over to the New Testament, Jesus speaks with his disciples about humility and forgiveness and he emphasizes the importance of childlike humility and faith while warning against causing others to stumble. And he also talks about some pretty radical measures to avoid sin. And he gives his parables of the lost sheep, and that highlights just God's relentless pursuit of those who might stray. And he also gives us some instruction on conflict resolution. Uh, gives us a parable of the unforgiving servant, and that emphasizes the importance of extending forgiveness that we have received. Um, let's go to our reading. Exodus chapter 5 is where we'll start today and read through Exodus 7, Matthew chapter 18. And we will uh, come back after that and just a couple of brief thoughts to close out the day. Exodus chapter 5. And afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and said to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, let my people go that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, nor will I let Israel go. They said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Let us go, we pray, three days journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with a sword. But the king of Egypt said to them, Why do you, Moses and Aaron, take the people from their work? Get back to your labor. Pharaoh said, look, the people of the land now are numerous, You may, and you make them rest from their labor. Pharaoh commanded the same day the taskmaster to the people and their officers, saying, you shall no more give the people straw to make brick as before. Let them go and gather straw for themselves. However, the quota of bricks, which they were making previously, shall lay upon them. 
you shall not diminish any of it, for they are idle. Therefore they cry out, saying, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let there be more work laid upon the men, so that they may labor therein, and let them not regard deceptive words. The taskmasters of the people and their officers went out, and they spoke to the people, saying, Thus says Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Go get straw where you can find it, yet nothing of your work shall be diminished. So the people scattered abroad through all the land of Egypt to gather stubble for straw. The taskmasters pushed them, saying, Fulfill your works, your daily tasks, just as when there was straw. The officers of the children of Israel, which Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten and were asked and demanded, Why have you not fulfilled your task of making brick, both yesterday and today and previously? Then the officers of the children of Israel came and cried to Pharaoh, saying, Why do you deal with this way with your servants? There is no straw being given to your servants. And they say to us, Make brick. And indeed, your servants are beaten, but the fault is in your own people. But he said, You are slackers. Slackers, therefore you say, let us go and do sacrifice to the Lord. Go therefore now and work, for there shall be no straw be given to you, yet you shall deliver the quota of bricks. The officers of the children of Israel saw that they were in trouble. After it was said, you shall not diminish anything from your bricks of your daily tasks. Then they met Moses and Aaron, who stood in the way as they came from the forth from Pharaoh. And they said to them, May the Lord look on you and judge, because you have made our scent stink in the estimation of Pharaoh and in the estimation of his servants to put a sword in their hand to slay us. Moses returned to the Lord and said, Lord, why have you caused trouble for this people? Why is it that you have sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak your name, he has done evil to his people. Neither have they delivered your people at all. Exodus chapter 6. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you shall see that I will what I will do to Pharaoh, for with a strong hand shall he let me them go, and with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. Then God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord, and I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob by the name of God Almighty, but by my name, the Lord, I was not known to them. I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of their pilgrimage, wherein they sojourned. I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel, whom the Egyptians keep in bondage, and I have remembered my covenant. Therefore, say to the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and will rid you out of their bondage, and I will redeem you with a stretched out arm and with great judgments. And I will take you to me for a people, and I will be to you a God, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God, who brings you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians." I will bring you into the land which I swore to give Abraham to Isaac and to Jacob, and I will give it to you for a heritage. I am the Lord. Moses spoke so to the children of Israel, but they did not listen to Moses on account of their anguish of spirit and for cruel bondage. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, go in, tell Pharaoh king of Egypt to let the children of Israel go out of the land. Moses spoke before the Lord saying, the children of Israel have not listened to me. How then shall Pharaoh listen to me as I am of uncircumcised lips? And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them a command for the children of Israel and for Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. These are the heads of their father's houses, the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, Hanak, Palu, Hezron, Carmi. These are the children of Reuben, the sons of Simeon, Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shaul, the sons of a Canaanite woman. These are the families of Simeon. These are the names of the sons of Levi, according to their generations, Gershon, Kohath, Merari, 
and the years of the life of Levi were 137 years. The sons of Gershon, Libni, Shimei, according to their families, the sons of Kohath, Amram, Izhar, Hebron, Uziel, and the years of the life of Kohath were 133 years. The sons of Merari, Mahli, and Mushi, these are the families of Ledi, according to their generations. Now Amram married Jochebed, his father's sister, and she bore him Aaron and Moses. And the years of the life of Amram were 137 years. The sons of Izhar, Korah, Nepheg, and Zikri, the sons of Uziel, Mishael, Ilisphan, and Sithri. Aaron told to himself, Elisheba, daughter of Amidadab, sister of Nashon, to wife, and she bore him Nabad, Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, Ethamar. The sons of Korah, Aser, Elkanah, and Abasaph, these are the families of the Korahites. Eleazar, Aaron's son, married one of the daughters of Pichua, Putiel, and she bore him Phineas. These are the heads of the fathers of the Levites according to their families. It was that Aaron and Moses, to whom the Lord said, bring out the children of Israel from the land of Egypt according to their armies. They are the ones who spoke to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring out the children of Israel from Egypt. It was that Moses and Aaron. On the day when the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, I am the Lord, speak to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and say, however, Moses said before the Lord, listen, I am unskilled in speech, so how will Pharaoh listen to me? So the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you a god to Pharaoh, and Aaron your brother will be your prophet. You shall speak all that I command you, and Aaron your brother shall tell Pharaoh to send the children of Israel out of this land. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. Nevertheless, Pharaoh will not listen to you so that I may lay my hand upon Egypt and bring forth my armies and my people." the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt by great judgments. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch forth my hand upon Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. So Moses and Aaron did it just as the Lord commanded them. So they did. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83 years old when they spoke to Pharaoh. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, when Pharaoh shall speak to you saying, show a miracle, then you shall say to Aaron, take your rod and throw it before Pharaoh and it shall become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and they did what the Lord had commanded. And Aaron threw down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers. Then the magicians of Egypt likewise performed with their secret arts. For every man threw down his rod, and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods. Nonetheless, Pharaoh's heart hardened so that he would not listen to them, just as the Lord had said. The Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hardened. He refuses to let the people go. Go to the Pharaoh in the morning as he goes out to the water, and you shall stand by the river's bank to meet him. You should take the rod, which was turned to a serpent in your hand, then you are to say to him, the Lord, the God of the Hebrews has sent me to you saying, let my people go so that they may serve me in the wilderness. But up to this point, you have not listened. Thus says the Lord. In this you shall know that I am the Lord. Indeed, I will strike the waters of the Nile with the rod that is in my hand and they shall be burned, turned to blood. And the fish that are in the river shall die and the river shall stink so that the Egyptians shall be weary of drinking the river's water. 
Then the Lord spoke to Moses, say to Aaron, take your rod and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over the rivers, over the canals, over their ponds and over all their pools of water so that they may become blood. And there will be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone. Moses and Aaron did so just as the Lord commanded. And he lifted up the rod and struck the waters that were in the river in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants. And all the waters that were in the river were turned to blood. The fish that were in the river died, the river stank, and the Egyptians could not drink of the water of the river. Blood was everywhere throughout the land of Egypt. Nevertheless, the magicians of Egypt did the same with their secret arts. And Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he did not listen to them, as the Lord had said. Then Pharaoh turned and went into his house, and he did not concern himself with this either. So all the Egyptians dug around about the river for water to drink, because they could not drink of the water of the river. Seven days passed after the Lord had struck the river. Over to the New Testament, Matthew chapter 18. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus called a little child to him and set him in their midst and said, truly I say to you, unless you are converted and become like little children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this little child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever receives one such a little child in my name receives me. But whoever misleads one of these little ones who believes in me, it would be better for him to have a millstone hung about his neck and be drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world because of temptations. For it must be that temptations come, but woe to that man by whom the temptation comes. Therefore, if your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life lame or maimed than having two hands or two feet to be thrown into eternal fire. And if your eyes cause you to sin, pluck it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than having two eyes to be thrown into the fire of hell. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that in heaven, their angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven. For the son of man has come to save that which was lost. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the 99 on the hills and go in search for the one which went astray? And if he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 which never went astray. So it is not the will of your father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Now, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him and his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you and you've gained a brother, but if he does not listen, then take with you one of two others, that by the testimony of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly, I say to you, Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. For there, where two or three are assembled, my name, in my name, there I am in their midst. Then Peter came to him saying, and said, came to him and said, Lord, how often shall I forgive my brother who sins against me? Up to seven times. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. But since he was not able to pay, his master ordered that he be sold 
with his wife, their children, and all that they had in payment be made. So the servant fell on his knees, pleading with him, saying, Master, have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. Then that master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave his debt. But that same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. He laid his hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant went down at his feet, entreating him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. But he would not, and went and threw him in prison until he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servant saw that what took place, they were very sorry, and went and told their master all that had taken place. Then his master, after he had summoned him, said to him, O oh, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Now, should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, even as I had pity on you? His master was angry and delivered him to the jailers until she should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly father will do to each of you if from your heart you do not forgive your brother for his trespasses. Well, that's our reading. Um, we'll wrap up with a few brief thoughts today. And we read from Exodus chapters five through seven. It shows us some of the challenges Moses had to face well, well, along with Aaron while following God's call to confront Pharaoh. And we, we see in this that, and as it progresses along, despite opposition and doubt, God always overcomes. And God's given us a memory and our memory is a tool that we can use to help us uh, use the past to navigate today, use what we've learned in the past to get through today. And thinking about a time in the past when God overcame something in your life and then how that might reassure you of his ability to do the same today. And reflect what, on what Jesus had to say about childlike humility and how can godly humility help foster healthy relationships in your life. Well, that's our reading for today. And I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. Even if the drums start beating,